Hi there. Welcome to the Target Outcome Podcast. I'm Steve Grady. I'm glad you're here. This is Season 5, Episode 4. We're going to dive into the knowledge stage. This is a really interesting stage because we're creating a lot of the content that you're going to use both in the awareness phase and down funnel into interest, consider, and the rest of the stages. You know, in this presentation today, I'm going to walk you through seven different concepts. So if you want to jot some things down, that might help uh, keep score at home here a little bit. The first concept I want to talk about is the fact that we need to create content so that you create this need for your, your prospects to be able to know you and want to know you and then start to like you and then begin to trust you. So they ultimately try you and then buy you. So you need to create an educational and experiential path to facilitate this journey. In the knowledge phase, you're gonna create the content and processes to enable um, success for both the awareness phase, which we went through in our last episode, and interest phase, which we'll go through the, the next episode. And one of the things we talked about in the awareness stage was your transformation promise. And I wanted you to, to listen to this again and write this down because this is so powerful. This is basically your why and how you help people and, and basically your mission. So you help fill in the blank, my ideal customer, solve fill in the blank main challenge and pains using fill in the blank your products and services to experience fill in the blank their successful outcome. This is really key. If you get this down, I'll tell you what, you're gonna be way ahead of your competition. So as you look through your transformation promise, you know, do you believe it? And is it credible and can you live it? If that's the case, you're gonna come off as very authentic when you create the knowledge base that you're going to provide uh, your prospects as they first find you and begin to understand their problem and the fact that you can solve their problem. And this transformation statement is gonna be embodied, what we'll talk about in a couple minutes, your initial offers and the messaging to show you know their issues, understand their pain, and can help them realize success. And again, in the last episode, we talked about before and after. What's their state now in their problem world? They have a problem, they're frustrated, their average day is wasteful and painful, and they, they feel trapped and tired. Your transformation promise is going to take them to the land of after, which is they have an ideal solution. They feel happy and confident. Their average day is easy and in control and they feel liberated and energized. If you're able to help them with the transformation, you're gonna turn your prospects into customers, then into loyal clients who refer. We talk about concept two, and that is to create a relationship, you have to have something to say that makes you relevant. The best thing to start is to create questions about your prospect's condition. For that, you use the prospects before column we just talked about. You know, what do they have that's broken? How do they feel? What is their average day? What is their status? And if you create answers to this, you'll be able to start to create the content that then you can have a response to their pain. And you must acknowledge their before issues. You have to validate that they're real. Hopefully you've lived through them, which will give you great credibility. Either you have or you know someone who has and can talk about it. You, go, you indicate you understand their before issues. Either you've experienced it, um, you understand that you can validate it for them. And you might even express this, hey, I had your issue too, and it drove me crazy. Or 
my client had that issue and was costing him big dollars or so whoever you know and of course it's always best if you've gone through this pain yourself to be credible and authentic about helping them solve that so the way to, to move this one forward is to write your empathy statement for each of those four before areas. Then to talk about transformation, this is concept three, you talk about what if you could and fill in the blank. So you identified their issues before and you say, what if I could solve your problem area and it would look like this? What if I could solve your frustrations and make you happy and confident? What if I could make your average day not wasteful and painful, but easy and in control? What if I could change your status from trapped and tired to liberated and energized? These what if I could help you get from your before to after are super powerful, and they're going to wind up being the hook in your hook story and offer. Um, to be able to say, hey, yeah, that's me, and I'd like to have that outcome. So let me engage here and understand what this person has to say. Concept four is about now taking those what if I coulds and start to create a consulting mindset. Let me be very clear here. You don't sell products or services. What you do is you consult with your prospects to help them solve their challenges. And you know, we get paid for these consulting services when the prospect buys your products or services. But if you think about this as a consultant that you're here to help in a spirit of service, you're not selling, you're serving. They're going to be much more receptive to your offer to help them. So the key is how do you make your transformation promise come true for your prospects using a consulting mindset? Let's move into concept five now. And this is how are you unique? You know, your company needs to hold a unique point of view about how you solve your prospects' challenges. And the question is, can the audience recognize and integrate that in everything you say? So you need to make a list of how you're different. This gets into maybe books like Blue Ocean Strategy, where you live in the blue ocean, you're different than the sharks feeding in the red ocean. But these uniques are powerful. Um, the entrepreneurial operating system on uh, the VTO has something called the three uniques, where you identify the intersection of three things that make you truly unique. And so where are you unique? Are you unique in your systems and processes, your, your personality, your services, how you process and package those services, your background or expertise, your style or creativity, the when or how you offer something, your price or purchasing methods, certainly the fundamental benefits and features that are unique, maybe it's intellectual property in your product, but find other uniques. So you need to provide answers to, to all these uniques. And um, you know to help you with this, you ask yourself these questions. What are you an expert in? What do others say you are an expert in? What customer problems do you understand better than anyone? What are the three core things you would tell others about your business? What about your industry bothers you and how would you fix it and be different in fixing it? What are the key misconceptions about your industry you want to change? What message do other companies put out that bother you? These are all things that you can use to stimulate your uniqueness and your answer to providing a better, unique solution. So I urge you to walk through those questions. 
Now you might get stuck a little bit for uniqueness. Sometimes it's hard to see our uniqueness. Uh, we take it for granted. We have the curse of knowledge. So go external, survey your customers. Look at your customer comments cards and your feedback. And as calls come in, if you've got an inbound call center staff or support customer success staff, talk to them about how you're unique. Questions from sales meetings or consulting meetings or service calls. Um, look at competitor announcements and offers and how you're different or unique from those. Industry expert comments and pundits in your industry. Maybe there's some government or regulatory changes that you get insights that give you a feel for how you're unique. Alliance and partner feedback and social media posts, et cetera. What is the industry saying? So you can tap external resources to work on your uniqueness. Now, concept six is how to create your initial offers. And these are the things that are your conversation opener. Uh, these are things that are going to attract prospects to go, hey, I really want to talk to these folks. Now, some people call these lead magnets. I don't care for that term. I think that's selling, not serving. I'd much rather you look at providing offers to help that are going to be the basis for your transformation promise. Offers have that empathy to say, I'm here to help you. I understand your problem. I can get you to a solution. And so how you express these offers are in the categories of how you're going to solve things, give examples and shortcuts, you're going to answer specific questions, how you may save them time, money, make their life easier. Again, the offers show how I'm going to take you from before to after, which is part of your transformation promise. Now, things like real world case studies are a great form of initial offers because they talk about how you actually helped someone else go from their before problems to their solution after. Um, you show how someone solved their problem, how you understood it. They had a great result and, and a successful outcome. So these are super things that you wanna take a look at in terms of providing your customer and client transformation case studies. And that really talks about who they were, what problem they had, what solution did you provide them, what was the result and the successful outcome. We chat for a minute about the final concept seven here. And this is creating your knowledge content. We talked about presenting it in the awareness phase. All this knowledge content that you're creating is gonna be used in the next phase, which is interest. And as you'll see in the interest phase, which is in the next episode, you're placing content in front of prospects that are interested in learning about their challenge you solve. So you can see the content we're creating in this phase was used in outbound and push as conversation starters and initial offers. It's also the same content as we talked about in the last episode for your inbound marketing, putting that information out there so it can be found. Those are using SEO techniques and all sorts of things we'll talk about and how to leverage the content. But the more you can demonstrate, you understand their problem, you empathize with them, validate their problem, and show how you solve their problem, the more you're gonna win. So I look forward to your thoughts on this. If you go over to targetoutcome.com slash powerglass-pipeline, there's more information. Uh, you'll be able to get the um, PowerPoint PDF of what we just walked through. Again, the Power Glass Pipeline is pretty visual. And so I, I, I thank you for hanging in there and listening to these explanations. I'm hoping that the uh, way we're breaking these out concept by concept is giving you a feel of how to walk you through uh, each of these stages. Thanks for joining me today. 
The next episode we're going to walk through is interest. It's an important one because you're really starting to create how you're going to turn a prospect into a customer. And I'll see you there. Take care till then.